killing cops, cops, red dot, dots. Pussy, you a hoe, get up off the block, block. I don't give a fuck, you can suck this car. Wait. You're listening to the Drinking with Friends podcast with Dan, Ben, and Mark. This is episode 18. We continue our discussion about the SAG after strike, and we get into more of the reasons behind the strike, including AI concerns. And what are the consequences of this work stoppage? We'll get into that on this episode. So sit back and relax. The Drinking with Friends podcast starts now. Hey, everybody. Remember, it's the summer of Mark. We can't forget these long, hot summer days when you're sweating profusely and taking off all of your clothes. And what do you think about? Oh, well, oh, well. Uh, you're thinking about <laughs> the summer of nice. Mark. I'm anyway. tired, guys. <laughs> I'm tired. It has been the summer of Mark, and I'm tired. <laughs> so, Mark, what have you been doing this summer? Hmm? I've been enjoying myself. I've been going out. I've been experiencing things and enjoying the weather. Spending time with friends. Do you have friends? Having outdoor activities. All kinds of things. Such as? Did you do the whiskey thing? I did do the whiskey thing. Can you tell us a little bit about that? It was the wine, beer, and spirits fest. Not to be confused with whiskey fest, which occurred a few weeks ago. Or the uh, Catalina wine, whatever the hell that is. There's something coming up with bacon and bourbon. There's also something coming up with tequila and vodka. Mm. So there are a lot of, you know, ever since I started going to Whiskey Fest, I'm getting now contacted by all of these other events. <laughs> and AA is reaching out behind, to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's really great. You go out on a beautiful day. You enjoy the sun. Um, the other night I was down at the, at the, uh, my high school reunion at the beach, live band music. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You say that in a very singular possessive kind of way. It's our high school reunion. Oh, right. Cause I was the only one that was there. Yeah. But it's why. still ours as a collective. True. Not just yours because True. the world revolves around you. You're like the sun, and we're two little satellite planets. Oh, I, I, I decided to grace everyone with my presence. <laughs> uh-huh. And what a present you are. I'm a gift. So today, mm-hmm. keeps on giving. we will be trying some scotch. This is going to be probably our final Whiskey Summer show. Hooray! I mean, oh. before we move into the tequila August. Tequila, gin, and vodka August. Mm. We're the doing white spirit. The white spirit. We'll be moving into the white spirit August of it all. Fantastic. And the lovely Vicky is here mm. at bunker number one. We kind of are broadcasting from outside mm. the facility. Can somebody get her away from that door? I, I can't concentrate <laughs> oh on my the show God. right now. <laughs> Mark is gently wife. rubbing his lap. <laughs> He's got his laptop out. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, um, on a completely different note, we saw the pictures you posted on Facebook of your trip, and you look pretty good, Ben. Oh, thank you. People were complimenting you on your... You're a beautiful man, Ben. Your Mm. your boyish looks, especially at your age. You look very young for your age. That's right. Because you're the oldest of the three of us. (laughs) I didn't see those comments. never, (laughs) ever... (laughs) They were filtered out by Facebook. What kind of lens did you use to soften, you know, the blow? More or less. 
Nothing. I got an Android. He looks amazing oh. for 74. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Android, now we're seg- segueing into the AI version of part two of this show. No, but, but what are you drinking first? We're drinking some scotch. You want to start yes. out with some Giant Walker Red? Giant Walker know. Red. I don't care. I'm going to do a little shot. I have mini shot glasses and I have big scotch glasses. So it's up to Very you. Nice. Get Let's big get to that. the scotch. Now... Ben okay. is going to take pictures with his shitty Android phone. You should have seen the pictures he sent me. It was a video. He sent everybody. Yeah. Okay. Unwatchable. Yeah. No, no, Can no. I it's like... just because you send it through a text message. It... Yeah, <laughs> and I sent you a video from my phone over text. It's crystal it clear. It, it looks like amazing. a fucking Hollywood production. Yeah, it looks horrible because your network probably compresses the shit out of everything because they're so cheap. They don't want to give you the bandwidth to send a video over SMS. Yeah, I mean... Cyberdyne Systems is pretty far behind right now. Or is now. that MMS? It's PMS. Ben doesn't know. I'm asking the wrong person. Ben's brain is like... Uh, I'm asking Cyberdyne Ben. Yeah. You know, Ben... Well, ben a video we, is MMS, a... correct? No. A video is SMS? What is MMS? MMS multimedia. Right. Oh, you mean like, like a video? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it has to be converted. Oh, my God. Super SSM. <laughs> SSM. You're STUPID. Ben is STUPID. Ben is an SMS. Is is your Android (laughs) Harry? Yuck. Yikes. (laughs) I gotta give myself that one. All right. So, Benji, pour some scotch for the boys. Look. Oh, okay. Uh, Where are the shot glasses? Here they are. Look. Yes, because I'm anxious to get into this topic. shot glasses so that way you don't kill yourself it has been a week since we last spoke to you all and we talked about the sag after strike the screen actors guild okay or just very old actors because they're saggy the saggy actors guild Mm -hmm. who have merged with the american federation of television and radio artists right so screen actors after it's before and after. After, before, b- before <laughs> and after. The SAG Screen Actors Guild is for small and big screens, movies, and TV. Mm-hmm. While AFTRA also um, recognizes radio artists. So mm-hmm. funny thing is that um, I can do audiobooks because I am a voice actor. I am not a member of any union, but if I was to do audiobooks, that's fine. But I was offered a role in next year's Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse really? as a voice actor. Nice. And Tree I number five. And I cannot do that. Because it involves mastering the English language. Until the strike is over, you know. Mm. But that's coming out next spring. And then, you know, because of the strike, it may be in danger of being delayed anyway. Mm. You know? By the way, that was totally made up. I did not. I know. Because you're full of shit. Ben, believe me. I did. Ben believes anything. Ben. Well, I did did the I did did the I did did the fiftieth anniversary of BMW, which has over three point eight million views. But that was the silent version. I was the the lead voice in that. You were exhaust pipe number four. Go to YouTube and search "We Are M." Mark. And you will hear my voice featured Mutants. in that spot, and you Mutts. will see close to four million views for BMW's 50th anniversary. 
I hate to toot my own horn, but I'm also working on an online drumming wait, wait, course. Wait, dude, you've been tooting your own horn since day one. Go ahead over I to my Patreon, Mark Z Drums. Go support me on my Thanks, YouTube, man. Mark Z Drums. Fill to the top. Go over to my TikTok, Mark Z Drums. Boss. Thank you. Go to Mark's fans only page. <laughs> Diddling with drumsticks. I'm going to start posting on my fans only page. I so you're your only one. fan. That's Good right. luck. Do you pay yourself? I'm blow up on that platform, baby. So you're going to stick, and then stick threads. a dynamite ben, up your Tell ass? me about threads. What do you mean? How it failed miserably. Threads is a new social platform. Oh, I'm not aware of it. Okay. Mr. IG is not aware of threads. Thanks for your From input. the mothership. Anyway. From Meta. Ben, we are yes. here to discuss and continue our discussion about the SAG after strike. Uh-oh. I think what? it's AI listening in. You son of a bitch. We've been compromised. Again. The first time was when Ben came in with his quote-unquote technical knowledge. That son of a bitch Ben gave us up. Again. <laughs> How many bunkers do we have to fucking build? I know, right? I know. We went to Ben's bunker, but it collapsed. So <laughs> We've never been to the... That's why it's condemned, man. They didn't find okay. any material like ben, that. What the hell are you room. doing? Taking a picture of the shot. Ooh. All right, let's do this. So it's Johnny Walker Red Label. Now, Mark, I can't see. you're not a big fan of Johnny Walker products. I'm not a big fan of Johnny Walker products because. Is there, there a story? Are like some, well, Johnny Walker one, paid some native person to be killed. It's not really a story. <laughs> it's, it's just a matter of that there are a lot of great scotches out there. And it's just not one of them. You know, I mean, just like we talked about Jack Daniels used mm -hmm. to be kind of the industry leader. Yeah. And now there are so many other great bourbons out there to try. Because yeah. I remember like scotch. in the 70s, it was Johnny Walker was the one. Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. No, and that was Jimmy Blue. Walker. Ah, uh, JJ. I, Dynamite! <laughs> there's blue label, there's yes. black label, and there's, there's green red label. label, and there's green label. I right, had so green label, which wasn't bad. You can step up your Johnny Walker game if that's what you want to do. Do not shoot that. Do not shoot that. Put that in your glass. We do not shoot scotch. Okay. So Thank I you. have ice. Do you guys American want whiskey. on the rock? Do you want to ice I, I do not. I will ben, take do you my want meat. Ice no, I'll keep it like this. All right, my we're going meat. Meat, which is room temperature, nothing added. No water, no ice, no no, no mixers, no, nothing. No reason to drink it? Wow. Smells like gasoline. <laughs> and scotch is a very different spirit from a, yes. from a bourbon. It's gasoline not a holy spirit. Is in my head. Let's see. Okay, so we can't describe the Just, color of scotch because it's fucking dark out. But you can definitely describe the smell, right, Ben? Mm. It's a beautiful, deep amber color. It is an amber color. Yes. Ben, take a picture of it in your glass. Take a picture of yourself It'll drinking it. will do it more it. justice. I'm going to take a sip. Here we go. We're sipping whiskey. All right. We're going to sip some Cheers. scotch whiskey. Scotch whiskey. Stay underwater for five minutes on a single not bad, actually. Mm, no, it's very smooth. Bad. It's very smooth, but it has a very distinctive flavor from the from the distilling process of scotch. Mm -hmm. You can tell what I'm talking about when you taste this. 
It's actually pretty enjoyable, I think. And again, I don't smoke, but maybe a nice cigar Mm -hmm. would go with it. Now I understand why people smoke cigars and drink scotch. It just goes hand in hand. Right. And you can also taste Mm -hmm. that that distinctive scotch flavor. Yes. It has a a very small, I didn't expect a smoky taste on Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't smell smoky. No, it doesn't. But it it does have that taste. It's probably because of the barrels it's aged in and the wood that they use, right? That has a determining factor in the taste. If you listen to our prior episodes, we're more mm. painstakingly described every facet of the process at nauseum, how the beavers are trained to cut down <laughs> the trees and special imported marsupials come and roll on the logs in a special pattern that will determine the taste of the scotch. And they take the fluid from their pouch and put it inside the barrels. Oh, so it's marsupial juice. juice is in there. And some people it's don't like milk. the smoky flavor or the use of the peat. I would be one of those people. Which is, uh, is an ingredient is, used in Scotch whiskey. This is Scotch moss. is made in, exclusively in Scotchland. Scotch, Scotchland. Where they also That's where make, they make tape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what a dick. You just jumped all over my joke. Dude, you're slow. <laughs> You've been listening. <laughs> As Ben always used to oh, say, so time eager. is everything. I'm not so eager to get the joke out there. Dude, I didn't I know. You stumble on yourself. Yeah, I let it breathe. I let it breathe. Let it waft. Were they summer also, night. And this will always remind me of the time that I went, uh, took a picture of the Kistopus. And I went to post it on social media. But and I as I was to posting it, he'd already posted it. Because I came up with the idea. Same picture. Just a little bit of now, don't Ben, what do you think of the scotch? I don't like it. You don't like no, it? You don't like gusta. the smoky peat flavor? No. But you never complained about Pete's flavor before. No, oh, never. Oh, oh, oh. Because it wasn't smoky. It was a lot <laughs> it was salty. He was too. <laughs> and it was <laughs> served at room temperature. Yeah, yeah it was walk, definitely walk, room temperature. He wasn't allowed to smoke. He was underage. <laughs> oh. But Ben smoked peat. If you know what I mean. Then after it was done, he repeated. Repeat. And then he three-peated. No, I was about to say three-peat. He Eiffel Towered himself. <laughs> three fingers. <laughs> That's how we got the nickname Three-Finger Pete. Or One Thumb Ben. Because <laughs> it's a detachable. <laughs> so actors and writers are on strike. Mm-hmm. And so As is we this said podcast episode, right now. Right. Our writers are on strike. So. Directors have reached an agreement would have been helpful for the writers and actors oh no not this song again oh my god it would have been helpful for the writers and actors if the directors were walking in line with them yes but um you can't fault the directors if they felt they got a good deal to go ahead and take it because they are going to take it now a couple of the issues besides the money, we talked about the money in the last podcast, mm-hmm. and it's an age-old struggle between work, the right. workforce, and the company, right? Yeah. I've been through it many, many times. Only you. And it's- and Not it's, us. We No, you guys have never gone on strike, right? I'm going on strike right now from this fucking podcast. If only. I'm no. on strike. I'm on strike. Ooga, booga, booga, booga. I'm on strike. The, the amount of work you put into the podcast, I feel like you've always been on strike. <laughs> you know what? 
I quit. Uh, got you there. So, um, yeah, so that's age old, right? That's company. You know, you don't pay us enough. We pay you more than, than you deserve and whatever. But with... Don't you deserve what you're worth? Isn't with the, the advent of streaming and new technologies in entertainment or new technology, not just mm -hmm. in entertainment, in the world, AI has all of a sudden exploded, even though it's been in our lives for a long time that we have not even realized it. But AI? Now it's coming to the forefront. Yeah, AI was controlling a ton of stuff online probably since the beginning <laughs> of the internet. Um, and now it's coming to the forefront as a tool, as a tool that can be used for many more things. Mm -hmm. And if you notice, a lot of the latest technologies that have come out in our lifetimes have like grown exponentially, like within a couple of years of this technology coming out. Like technology advances so fast these days, it's crazy. So it's only a matter of time before AI, you already have Disney's secret invasion with the opening sequence, the visuals of the opening sequence all created by AI. Mm -hmm. It's only a matter of time before somebody attempts to make a project completely made by AI. The music score, the writing of the of the project, you know, so, the visuals, all now, AI. If if that's the way of the future, you're gonna make humans obsolete from the creative process. And right. then the studios, they don't need executives because AI will make the decision based on the algorithm. So now you get rid of the humans in the entire organization. Mm -hmm. What's the worth of these people? None. That's right. Because AI can make the decision based on the algorithms, based on past performance. Put it this way, they're going to give the people what they like, like it or not. But then the people will eventually <laughs> like it. Or, but that's what I mean. Or they're just not going to go to the movies. It's like this is horrible. Well, that's the other side of it. But so, then, you know, I, you I still think that it, just because a machine said this is going to be great, it still has to go through some type of process of being screened and checked and double checked. Because if, if a machine is pumping out, like you say, a movie in two seconds, it's not about the time it takes. It's about the content. Not even a content. It's what about the process of someone has to actually say, "Hey, that's pretty good." Or you're going to believe that AI, and you're going to go ahead and just run the whole movie, and then waste all that time to find out you have crap. Right. And then the next one comes out, it's even more crap. How is AI going to distinguish between what it made and what somebody else made? Because well, you have two different that AIs that aren't talking to each other. That may take a while. So but I don't think we're going to see that in our lifetime. My personal opinion. Yeah. I think it's just too well, we complicated. we're already seeing it. We're I haven't seen a full AI movie. That's no. on the horizon. It's coming. It's, it's coming. But I think like in the case of music, but where a lot of pop music and, and uh, dance music and stuff today, like some of the most popular music is mostly computer generated you'll have a singer that sings, but even then their voices Auto are manipulated and, yeah. using computers. But all the instrumentation is now computerized. Now, there are a lot of people that are still playing instruments, right? And that's been holding on pretty good, I think, because I think people are kind of holding on to real music. You mm -hmm. know, some people do love the, the, the well, computer generated music. Well, some people love the live band mm -hmm. or the live with performance with all its imperfections yeah. but it's live it's spontaneous what goes on stage gets kicked back from the audience and back and forth and back and forth 
Whereas if you go to, let's say, imagine if it's just machines, and I hate to sound this way, but let's say you go to see a DJ play. It's okay, you're, you're raving, dancing to the beats and stuff, but I don't think it's the same thing as that interaction with a band. Right. Well, it's it's different. Yeah, it's a right. different form of entertainment. You're yeah. going there to dance and to listen to whatever. Yeah, but he's not writing the listen, music. He's just doesn't matter. But you're, you're what there I, what to I'm saying it, listen to the beats and, and and enjoy yourself and and just constantly be moving and dancing, as opposed to seeing a live band that you really enjoy and you want to hear those hits. Look at a live band when they come out and they play. Well, we're going to play ten songs off of the newest album that no one's bought yet. Yeah, but then you have the and DJ they, they turn on. They're like, "Oh my gosh!" And all of a sudden, you see ticket sales start to go downhill. Right, but they're it's out a great there album promoting and they're promoting the album. It. That's what they're out there doing to to sh present the new album to audiences. And all fine, but it's the same thing that. They're playing but what you still, really want but to play. It, so when you go to see a DJ perform, I don't see the difference between that and a band. They're doing their thing, and they're playing the beats that people are coming the there to hear. Yeah, but I'm he didn't sorry, create you don't see the any of difference that. between a live band he didn't and going to see a DJ. Any of that, he just has it. And why do in, you think when you in, go to see a DJ, no, you in, have a light show and visuals? You have a light show and, and all this. Why do I have to see fire and all that stuff at a at a at a concert? Why do I need to have big screens at a concert? If you're so going to go see so from stream, the show, you don't need thing with this guy. What's yeah, but if difference? this guy was standing on a stage, a giant uh -huh. stage with his turntables mm -hmm. and no visuals, then there's no show. How right? do you so know? they have to generate visuals and light shows. That's all part of those kind of performances. Well, when you go to be so okay, let's just go to a concert and just have the lights entertainment. on. And there's no flickering lights, and there's no nothing. But then the musician, no. If right. the musician but what I'm saying is, is good. if you do go to see a DJ uh -huh. in any show, there's a visual component to their show. Why is that? Because the music Added can't carry it. I don't know. On its because own. Because it adds to the experience. Yeah. So that's fine. People What's wrong with that? Wouldn't go to see an experience where they're just going to listen to music and there's nothing to see. There's not a show. How about I this? We'll put a computer on stage with a playlist and we'll let it go crazy. Same thing. A DJ is just pretending yeah. to be mixing, but a lot of it's bullshit too. How many times you go to a wedding? And the DJ is just mixing. There's no light show, no nothing. And yeah, you're out there dancing. Yes, and there's there's blow up guitars and hats and sunglasses. And what are you doing, Jimmy Page? You know, it's I all about entertainment. And can we be entertained? And do we want to be entertained by computers, dude? Or, or, or do we want to be entertained by human beings? Do we want to have human emotion in our entertainment? Our ancestors. Well, I don't know. I, you still think a DJ? There's some human element in there. Yes. Mixing, doing this, picking the right songs to keep the flow going. I think that takes talent. It's called I Did a Playlist, and I'm just pretending Doesn't to do matter. that on stage. He put the playlist together, and he thinks that this song goes with that song, and he sees the feedback from the audience, and oh, then shit. it continues. Next song. Fast forward. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's times when that happens. Yeah, well, like I when think, you're playing a show, and you know that it's like a dud. It's almost like so a comedian that goes set. out there and says some jokes, and he says, oh, these don't work. Got to yeah, take them out. Like Keep if you're on going. And I you're think playing. Dan has proven his point that it's not easy to be a DJ. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, see that? I mean, case Talent. in point. He has a playlist and it's just the right fucking now. same thing over and over again. Right. It was a short or, playlist. Yeah, it's some terrible mm -hmm. shit that yeah. you don't even know what it is or how it, it you got know, there. How, yeah. how does it uh, and, and pertain to the show? 
to, to make it worth, there's not even a freaking light show to go along with it to help us. Yes, there right. is. I got two fucking candles, Ben. That's oh, entertainment. The flickering of citronella. Yes. Can, can you fucking <laughs> change the song, please, though? Dude. Seriously. Yeah. This is whatever. the worst shit. This is the worst performance of your entire podcast. DJ oh, stop career. it. Get over yourself. Fucking so, complaining hemorrhoid bitch. So what is the problem with AI with actors and writers? Well, writers don't want the studios to use AI to write scripts. And that's why is what the that, studios Mark? do. Because they don't have to pay royalties. No, of course not. They can do whatever they want with that content. Meanwhile, when you have a writer, you have to pay the writer. Secondly, you don't know if it's going to be great or not, but that writer has to be paid. And then if it's a hit, that writer's going to get his chunk on the other side of it. Right, right. So that so greed, the greed factor is so disgusting that instead of promoting good writers, instead of rewarding them for good work, you know what? We're going to replace you with technology and go after yourself because we want all the money. How about this, though? Think about this. During the pandemic, people weren't going to movie theaters. Correct. Movies were coming out. And if they did not hold the release and they actually released the movie. Mm hmm. They would sometimes release it right to the streaming services. Yeah. Now, the last podcast, we talked about how writers and actors would not get residuals from streams of their content. So if it did not have a theatrical release at all, those people are really, you know, whatever they got paid up front, they're not getting anything once the film releases. Didn't uh, uh, Scarlett, what the hell's her name? Johansson. She sued Disney, right? Right. right. For, for that exact for, reason. Yeah. Right, because they put that movie out on and the streaming. contract was that she was going to get a percentage of right. the take for right. a theatrical release. And a lot of these films don't even stay in the movies that mm -hmm. long anymore because they're flops or they suck, and they go right to streaming. Yep. And now they're on a streaming service where the actors and writers are not getting paid. So wouldn't it be in a studio's best interest to quote unquote sign these actors to a really big contract where? The bulk of the money is on the other side afterwards. You know, you get a chunk, you get points. But ah, it wasn't that great of a movie or it's a limited release. Not a lot of people saw it, so there's right. no interest. Now they dump it in streaming and it goes big. Right. So they made a shitload of money. They don't have to honor that contract. Based right. on what we're talking about, this scenario, right. it's not always true or for everything. Or could it be you're signed a bad contract? Yeah, but then they want to eliminate the potential of them losing by eliminating the actors and eliminating the writers. That's basically where we're going with this argument. That's I know, but it's there's nothing built in for you to get paid once your product gets released. You know what I mean? Like when I do audiobooks, I get paid up front and I understand that. Sometimes it's like a I'll hired get, studio hand. Sometimes I'll get a royalty share, so I'll get a percentage of the sales. It all depends on what I agree to right. before I do the work. Now imagine you're a hired gun in the studio and you came up with this awesome hook for a song. Will you get writing credit or will you get a flat rate? The per, the per hour rate. And now it depends on what you sign. Correct. Yeah, but now the, the way they're looking at it is why do we even have to put up with that shit? We have the technology to replace it. We don't need to come up with any uh, options or contracts. We own everything from start to finish. There's no residuals. That's right. You were talking about AI being used as a tool. Right. But if it's in the hands of executives that want to use it to replace talent, that want to use it to replace writers and actors, then that's not uh, that's not 
a good thing. Right? No, you know, you can use I don't AI care as if a AI writes me 4,000 scripts in an hour. Someone has to read through those scripts. Do you really think that AI is going to be able to read it through a script and say, this movie is going to make $475 million in two weeks? Do you really think it's going to be able to do that? Guess I don't what? know, but what if you had a writer's room of 10 writers mm -hmm. to work on a movie script, and then you decide you only need two writers, and AI will do the rest? Or how about this well, Who's going to govern what the AI does? That's the AI does. That's it. Nobody governs, governs itself. AI. It governs itself. And you if you look at the parameters, it, wait, wait, wait. If you look at a script purely in the fundamentals of mathematics, uh, statistically speaking, this is generated by statistical information. What's sold? What's big? What were the formulas that created that thing? That's the way it analyzes it. Right. So it's a very detailed analysis of success and failure because it knows. All right, you shouldn't do this because the outcome is going to be this. So it's so intelligent and it keeps on evolving. So the point to the argument isn't time. In other words, it's not how many scripts it could write. It can write scripts that are very good quality because it's going to keep building on the statistical information, the historical data that's there already. What's sold? What are big books? So it's you just going to redo original uh, existing stuff that's the point it's gonna take elements elements of that you know what ai can do now right so you've seen online where people post this thing oh what if <clears throat> elvis presley sang you know this song this modern mm -hmm. song and well, then ai makes it happen does it sound good no 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 but guess what but it's passable but listen i've done some research ha 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 and i asked uh the app and i said all right I typed in the question, is AI a threat to uh, modern-day human society? And the answer it gave me was pretty damning against itself. So I used AI to tell me about itself. And the answer was, it should be regulated and controlled because it's going to eventually cause a lot of cultural upheaval because the human element will be limited. Now, I also asked it in the perspective of, let's say, George Carlin being asked that question. Can you answer it? And it came up with something that sounded very George Carlin-esque. And I asked the same question that Robin Williams would, his response. And I used a lot of comedians. And then I changed to sports people with the same question. And it answered kind of the way that that person would answer based on the, the information it has. Right. Sports athletes have a different perspective and they express themselves differently than let's say professional writers or actors or comedians or musicians. So what but it knows based on prior information as it can get all the interviews of let's say Jimmy Page and what he said right. in the past and it'll regurgitate that. that I, AI has. That's what I'm saying. The access That's, to all the data that it can that it can uh, computate and and whatever the word is, you know, use to mm -hmm. decide what this should look like or what this might look like or what this might sound like. It's crazy. Yeah. It is, but you're making it sound like it's a perfect world. You know, like it's the data and everything, you're gonna, it's gonna generate something perfect. 
No, we didn't say no, that. No, I'm not saying that at all. We said that it's going to be... But people are going to rely it, more and more on it. And with time, it's going to get better because it's going to learn from its mistakes and it's going to adapt itself because of the intelligence factor. If you have something that's capable of learning more than we could in a lifetime in a matter of years, it's going to change a lot. I, can I just see wish we can get an AI DJ for this podcast. <laughs> Strategically yeah, doing stuff. Strategically. But, but creativity... I don't see. No, I because don't Because you are giving it so parameters. You are saying, I want a scary movie, six characters, lots of blood, da 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 And it'll come and, up with a story. And it'll come up with a story. And, 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 and then, then and, uh, all right, this is what and, we're going to uh, do. Uh, and then the two out of the ten writers that are now in that same writer's room have to make sense out of that AI story. Because the other eight guys are out of a job. Because AI is now at least making a framework for these other guys to now make into an actual script. And with time, it gets better at it. And but you don't need those guys I don't anymore. Wanna, I want to kind of get off of the whole AI mm -hmm. thing. Okay. I want to talk about how it pertains. Oh. Right? Right. So, I also wanted to do, talk about the likeness of people. Right, right. Oh, well, that's yeah. what I'm getting that's, to. Okay, okay, good. Because this is the problem. That, I think, is the biggest problem. That's yeah. the problem that I think SAG after has because... And I think we need more scotch. And I think we, I'm going to get another round of beers. Ben wants more scotch. You well, go, Benji. All right, to next handle this conversation. Ben. Go ahead. We'll You're finish. You're doing well. I'll go get the beers. You go get the beers. Thank you, sweetness. Okay, Thanks. what do you want to drink next? Well, look at the line, dude. Oh, want to go uh, left to right? No, no, there's a... You pick what you want, but there's a... I know. Different Holy crap! I just I mean, asked, what do you want to pick? He goes, look at the line. monkey. Yeah, I was like, do you want to go in order? Well, then? Is, That's just a, are those all scotches? I did. Who the fuck knows? Danny, yeah, Danny I got rye. Danny doesn't know. No, I got rye. No dickwad. One of them's a flavored whiskey, just to change it up, but the other two are scotch. Dickless. This cowboy coffee. That was the one I want to go for. Yeah, figures because it tastes like <laughs> tastes like balls. The other two balls. Are scotch. Let me see the green bottle. Okay. Oh yeah, this is a scotch, James Buchanan. I think we had this once, but I'm gonna try this. It's James Buchanan scotch. So, while the while the uh, the non-essential participants of the podcast are doing other things, I'm gonna go into. I'm going to go into the fact that the studios would would be okay or they would want to be able to take an actor's likeness and voice and pay the actor a flat fee and then be able to use their likeness whenever they want. Oh, so 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 the actor is aware and the actor okays it. Right. Oh, I thought it was without their consent. Well, and it's sort of like, well, if this sort of looks like Tom Cruise, it really doesn't. Any likeness is just at a coinky dink. Well, there are a couple of angles here, right? So hit me more. That's one of them. The other problem. It's great working with someone that does stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, the music's over and our DJ's gone. The 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 other part about the likeness is that um, over the pandemic, people were doing self-tapes, right? Where they were sending in auditions that they recorded at home. The studios wanna continue that way, even though the pandemic is pretty much behind us and people can go in and audition uh, in person. 
because now if you're sending in self tapes, you don't have an, an opportunity to interact with other actors or casting directors. You can't let your personality shine. You can't sell yourself, right? You have to send in a self tape. Also, not everybody has the technology or the technical knowledge to put together a strong self tape. It all depends, right? So they want to go back to in-person auditions and being able to sell themselves as an actor. Well, that's odd because here they want to be in the movies and they can't do a good tape. Well, think about it this way. If you if you were going to go and audition and they have the cameras rolling and the casting directors there mm -hmm. and you have another actor to act with and you're putting your best foot forward, as opposed to doing, let's say, a TikTok video where you're setting up your camera and you're recording yourself. And you know what I mean? I think it's just a totally different uh, environment. And I know for you, being as technically savvy as you are, you can't even send a good video <laughs> over SMS. But Do you yeah. want bourbon cake? Yeah, I'll take a slice of bourbon cake. We are also Vicky partaking bourbon in bourbon cake made by the, the beautiful wife made Vicky. Bourbon cake. Ben's beautiful wife and Mark's beautiful girlfriend. Like yes, wife. Life. For, for I gave, you, I gave everybody things. Thank you. Oh, goes douche. Does anybody know where the fucking bottle opener went? <laughs> no. If you had light, hit me with some light. We don't need light. All right, let's try this bourbon cake. Wine is fine, but bourbon's quicker. Eating cake filled with liquor. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you. Dazi. Dan Ozzy. It was delicious. Catch Dazzy live at Marcy Drum this Studios. All getting edited. Mm, yeah, um, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll believe that. Are you going to edit the part where you talk about yourself? Oh, wait, that's a whole fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> where the hell is a bottle opener? Damn you. No, this is good. So, Ben, what was the other point? You said you thought that they... Oh, no, I have another point. That smells good. The studios also want... <coughs> um, we are no, now no drinking thanks. the Cowboy Coffee liqueur. I don't know if Danny wants some. I'm definitely taking some. That's a liqueur or is it a bourbon? It's is a it a liqueur. coffee favorite bourbon? It's a liqueur. It's a whiskey, isn't it? <laughs> Ben's as good a bartender as he is a DJ. Ben? Damn. liqueur on you. Drunk fuck here. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm nowhere near drunk, bro. Me neither, man. I'm not even buzzed. Oh, no, Me so ben, Ben's this ready, is... ready to take up <clears> the team. It's okay, Springbrook okay. Coffee, uh, Cowboy Coffee Liqueur. All right. Then throw it out. I don't want Small it. batch. That's what she calls Ben. Made with batch. Crew K-R-U. Crew Coffee. Crunk Coffee. So how is this bourbon cake? Was it delicious? It's, good. it's really good. Are you guys buzzed from the cake? We haven't drank enough. No, we haven't drank enough. I did all my mm. drinking last night. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Very good party. Mm. I had the worst drink in the history of mankind last night. 
What's his name? No, the part editor who will be, uh, will be nameless for this. She made this drink. I asked for a fucking simple vodka cranberry, right? Mm. I got vodka with a splash of cranberry. It was like nitroglycerin. It was hot last night. You can tell the way people make their own drinks by the way they make your drinks. Yeah, I know. Horrible, horrible. One ice cube. Mm. And last night was pretty hot and steamy and just yeah, fucking gross. So I'm drinking straight up vodka with a little, little bitty, bitty, three drops of cranberry. That set off the night. It was ruined after that. One bad experience could ruin the whole mm. night for you. It's true. You know? Like it upsets karma and everything gets all fucked up and you have negative attitude. Kind of like this podcast. We started fine, but then Ben talked about his trip to California. (laughs) That was the last podcast. (laughs) You're missing your podcast, stupid. Stupid. No, I am harping on the past because it's haunted me (laughs) for a week. Just listening to Ben. I was drinking bootlegger bourbon last night. And space cakes by Boot clown liquor? shoes. Space Boot cakes. liquor bourbon. Okay, so what's in space cakes and why are we off topic? But yeah, space cakes I want to hear about a, space cakes. Space cakes is a nine percent ABV IPA made by clown shoes. Wow. Oh, I thought it was actual cake because we're eating cake. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's why I said. No, nice. And then some bootlegger bourbon. It was a very nice night. Fire pit, action, cigars, everything. Nice. What was, now, what was the occasion? It was a graduation party for friends. Oh, you graduated Marcy Drums School in yes. drumming? Yeah. Nice. I got my black belt in drumming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something else interesting I was reading about this whole AI thing with the studios. Studios want to be able to capture the likeness of an extra, a background actor, and use it at their discretion after paying the, the background actor a certain fee. But then they can use it wherever they want, however they want. Mm. And they think that's a great deal. So now you're going to see the oh, same well. people in all the movies, the same five people in all the movies. Who do you, who, uh, the movie company thinks it's a great deal? They say, hey, mm-hmm. we'll pay these people this money. Now we have it and we can use it forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it's right. It's going to be the same thing. You're going to see the same person in the background. That's, that's the danger of this. Mm-hmm. It's mm. how easily it is to duplicate somebody's likeness voice there are a number as a voice actor i see ads all the time castings all the time where people are offering money and you just read some stuff and send it to them and they synthesize a voice from your voice using the phonemes which are parts of words sounds used to make up words or letters i i should say sounds made up to use letters sounds that we use to make up letters which will then form words and all those sounds, they can reproduce these certain sounds called phonemes and make any word in your voice that they want. That's scary shit. Yeah, if is. you're a voice actor, that's scary shit. Yeah. So and the fact like that they're one are, and done and that's it. The fact that there are people looking for these types of auditions, they want you to work with them and send them your voice. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that are going to do it either because of ignorance or because they don't care. They want a paycheck. And, you know, they're going to be able to generate. You can hear it already. A lot of these commercials and stuff, now you're hearing artificial voices. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the biggest things, I think, that 
you know, actors, actresses want to, they want control of their likenesses and their voices. You know, they well, don't want to be replicated and duplicated, you know, by yeah. a big company. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things. And the writers, they don't want to be replaced, which I don't, you know. And whether or not it makes money, whether or not it's viable, you know, to have AI written scripts, I don't know. But if you give the, the, the studios the power to do it, they're going to use it any way they can to reduce the workforce. Even like I said, you go from a 10-person writer's room to a two-person writer's room. AI does the bulk of the or work. Or not even you a writer, two writers, an editor. Clean it up. You have an editor, right. one person. That's right. their job. Or if you want to mass produce this and make it like a factory, you hire 10 editors to do 10 movies at the same time. And then that way you have a, a backlog, not backlog, but you have a catalog to choose from to release later. And then these people... Once you get a certain number of movies in the bank, then you don't have to do anything. Yeah. What is that that you're drinking? This is James Buchanan. I think we've we've had this before. No. No. Okay. We talked about it, but we didn't get to it. I don't want to call Dan out. I'll edit this out. That's, no, you a, won't. that's a shaker top, by the way. That's a pourer top. You gotta you gotta tilt it straight up and down. <laughs> now I have a bourbon soaked bourbon cake. <clears throat> Again, worst bartender in the world. Oh, shut the fudge up. Why do we have among our scotch uh, entries a coffee liqueur? Why, Ben? I was thinking of Ben. That's the, the bottom just, line. Ben's disgusted. Shaking his head. No, I'm not disgusted. I just, you know. He likes that stuff. Oh, I love it. You like coffee? You like Kahlua? I know you, dude. Yeah, Not in the I love the richness sense, going but... down my throat. Yo, you love rich going down your throat? <laughs> yeah, but it's only out there, not because so for Ben. Dick? It's out there because you didn't realize it wasn't a bourbon. No, I brought it out purposely for Ben. Liar. Ask Lisa. She was there with me. She helped me bring it in. She go, who's going to drink that? And I go, Ben, of course. Oh. Lisa will lie for you. No, uh -uh. All right, so can we get off our phones and finish this fucking show? Yeah. So what's the bottom line? Ben, you're pro Cyberdyne, Skynet. You don't care about humanity. No. That's humans. <laughs> right? I know. I don't think it's as wonderful as everybody makes it out to be. I We're not saying it's wonderful. It's it's terrible. But it was only a matter of time. I'm actually surprised we got to this point this quickly really with ai yeah oh yeah it's been around for 50 60 years maybe 70 it's years been now. around but it's been around in limited capacity it's been evolving well, no not really it, it was looked at differently back in the day back in the day when they thought about artificial intelligence they really focused on dare i say mathematics and what was the big thing games what is the game of intellectuality, mathematical skills, chess. So that's where all the AI and so all the things went into. So we're talking about that blue. Super, big the blue, super the supercomputer computer that was playing chess. these great chess people. Chess and people? You mean chess players? Chess people. That <laughs> 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 these people these that play chess. People? And it was winning. Let me just plug. Let me just plug my new uh, podcast. 
English okay. as a second language. <laughs> Starring, Starring Ben. Ben. Well, we yeah, we teach issues. him to speak English. No, but that's true. And now that you've said that, AI has also been a big part of video games, right? Computer games, video games, as what generates the behavior of the non-playable characters, the NPCs in the game. Whether it's people you meet or enemies, how do they move? How do they fight? How do they defend? They move and groove. That's all controlled by AI. You know, and it's only involved. It's only I'm involved researching since. Yeah. <clears throat> how that would apply, let's say, I sent you guys a little article, even though it's bullshit, whatever. The medical profession, the medical sciences. Now, are we going to get AI that'll be so advanced that you don't need a surgeon? Hmm, That's a benefit. Wouldn't that be a benefit where it's something good that comes out of this there's certainly benefits to be to be talked about we've only kind of talked about the artistic negative end of this yeah and there's because, a fair you know point what? to be made for you know the legitimacy of that we have cyber knife which is a laser knife that you know certain doctors are trained to use but it's high precision right and when it comes to the medical sciences diagnostics are important and we have MRIs that help us get a, a better handle on what the injury is. If, if it's a soft tissue injury where it could be a, a muscular injury that won't come up on an x-ray, you'll see that in an MRI. Um, will AI progress to the point where now you don't have, let's say, a, a dedicated surgeon? You could have a nursing staff to assist, but the highly intricate surgical practice practices that are done by you know highly skilled surgeons which costs a lot of money now you use the uh, ai to program these machines that can do that surgery and they do it consistently and there's no room for error because they're mechanical and right. you have somebody overseeing it so if they do spot something they could maybe uh plug that information in and and the uh I guess the automated surgeon will be able to take that in consideration and they can see it too. And there are great, great benefits in business, mm -hmm. business strategies, things, you know, like they're talking about this chat GPT, you type in Which any like. question you want and you get an answer. But you how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I achieve this? How do I accomplish this? And it, and it will give you a viable answer. But I used it against use. itself. In other words, I asked it. And is AI a threat? No, so anyway, no, no. Mm -hmm. but um, what I'm going to yeah. ask you to do is you type in a question and have it answer you that same question as maybe a comedian or somebody famous that you like or a musician or how, you know, William Shakespeare would have answered it. And you'll see the different perspectives, but yet. You mean William Shatner? William Shatner's spirit, you know, but it's interesting. Who knows how William Shakespeare would answer that? Exactly, that's, that's because he question. didn't exist but, at the time. But if we want to stick with the medical, mm -hmm. there was this team of people, doctors, if you will, who were medical using people? AI, medical people who were mm -hmm. using AI to come up with new medications and stuff like that, how to work. So it basically was as simple as we were talking earlier, sending in parameters, mm -hmm. like with the movie script. Hey, I want a horror movie, seven characters in this setting, blah, blah, blah. They put in their parameters and instead of a zero at the end, for whatever reason, they put in a one where it could be damaging. And they were shocked that within seconds, it spit out 
close to 40,000 different types of medicines, or dare we say like dirty bombs, that you could just release and create on your own and just instantly kill people. And it was just like, holy crap. The humans this are is dead. in the right hands or the wrong hands, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's going to happen? So there was a dilemma for them whether or not they wanted to post their paper. Obviously, they posted it because we're talking about it. So it was one of those that started this trigger, and now we're starting to see it more and more with governments to really start monitoring what's happening with AI. Right, we have to. Oh, we have a special guest who wants to come out and try the bourbon bread that she made. Hello, Vicky. Drunken driver. I'm only here mm. for the cake. How big of a piece do you want? Anything bigger than you, Ben. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's anything. The three that centimeter good? will yeah. just be good enough. Oh. It's, it's very Lisa good. Wants it is very good. very good. Yes. It's super yummy. It's delicious. It's the alcoholic dessert of champions. Bourbon cake. I had to pour some more bourbon on it. And it, was, it just soaked up the bourbon, bourbon so nice, like a sponge, me. a really yummy, groovy sponge, man. Speaking of bourbon, what are we doing here? Ah. We just drank the, the uh, John Buchanan. John Buchanan. I oh, I got that. it right. Yeah. It smells good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's it is good. It's also smooth, like the last one we tried, like mm -hmm. the Johnny Walker. Actually, I like this better. You like this better? Yeah. So now this is uh, again a very smoky. Yep. You know that. I do like the flavor. smoky. Yeah, I do too. I enjoy it. It's, That's it's what a, I miss about a, scotch. It's a smoother smoke. Mm -hmm. Dare I say it's Damn, much nicer ben, you're, than. You're on tonight, not like last much week. better than uh, last week. The you're, Johnny Walker Ray. Mm -hmm. But what's the price difference? Who the hell knows? I don't uh, know. Dude, the last time I bought John these, John Buchanan versus Johnny Walker Red. Look it it's up, a, folks. Yeah, look it up. It's a tag right team match to... with Whoa. Cowboy Coffee. <laughs> and what's the other thing? Title 21? Title 21. Number 21. Yeah. Number title. Title number 21. That's it. Is this what? episode 21? Well, now by it now it is. <laughs> I also wanted to talk about the fact that with this sack after a strike... Mm -hmm. um, there were actually actors at the premiere of Oppenheimer mm -hmm. that left the theater once they heard the strike was on. Really? Yeah, because you're not allowed to red carpet, you're not allowed to promote, oh, yeah. you're not allowed to appear on any shows and promote any projects that you have going on while on strike. And the interesting thing is this movie, it was filmed in IMAX, so I guess when the bomb testing happens and the bombs are go off that it's just an overwhelming experience for the eyes and you feel it because the audio built for that right so i mean don't it, go see it in 4dx though oh why you'll get radiated well that's the 3d with the seats oh yeah moving oh all dude stuff. you'll get radioactivity all of you explode yeah you'll become sterile but i think that the um you know the impact on just promotion alone mm -hmm. You know, there's no major studios at Comic-Con in San Diego, and there likely won't be any in New York. Yep. October, right? Yeah, That's when, October. Yeah, so we're in whatever month we're in because we yeah, don't really it, have it a could good be settled sense by then. of time. Yeah, because but we're there, in a bunker. There are a lot of movies that are coming out that are already done, but they won't be promoted. Mm -hmm. And that's a big problem. 
for the studios. But don't you think yeah. the studios are, like I said before last week, cutting their nose to spite their face? It's summer. The blockbusters, all this good stuff that's supposed to come out, now you don't promote any of it. That's right. And it falls flat because I didn't hear about it. I mean, that's a big that's a big part of this whole thing that maybe not a lot of people are talking about. The fact that actors will not be promoted. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there won't be the presence at Comic-Con where they're going to be previewing and showcasing their summer movies. So then that's going to hit the cons. They're going to lose people's interest because you don't have that first, I guess notice of an upcoming movie or a a, a quick little you know teaser right there won't be the hall h panels that Mm -hmm. everybody waits in line all day for but you know we have some of our high school buddies uh who are directors and uh, cartoonists illustrators we have bill tucci steve peros they're both at uh they went to the uh, comic-con in san diego right and they got to promote their book that they're doing right now and it's very difficult for them Right, but that's not. But I, their... you know, I really should ask them. But I know that they're traveling and doing all that stuff today to see if they want to join the podcast to talk about what's going on, how they're feeling about it. Yeah, and how it affects them if it yeah. affects them. Because right. they're still chugging along because they're doing their own thing. They're right. not working. They're independent. Right, right. So they're not involved with any of the studios that no. are involved in the strike. Now, the other thing too is um, a little known fact: people that write animated projects are under a different um they're under a different union they're not involved in this oh okay which happened when disney uh the animators wanted to be or the writers of the animation at disney wanted to be included wanted to make more money and they wanted to unionize with all the other writers and disney discouraged them uh-uh. Walt Disney. You ain't going to do it. Uh-uh. And encourage them to come to to become their own union, which their numbers are so small, they had very little leverage to do anything about. Now, didn't Disney piss off those artists so much that they created Pixar? Yes. Okay. There were some great artists. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing something and just pissed them off. He just like did it, did whatever. And they got so pissed that he said, I'm out of here. And he's just, this is one of the greatest artists, animators of all time. And he went right. off and, and started creating about, things. If you think about the amount of animated films that come out these days, mm-hmm. Pixar, DreamWorks, Disney, huge amount, generating huge amounts of money. So why would why shouldn't those people that write and produce those films have a piece of the pie? Like be in <laughs> with the with the rest of the union. And be able to be bargained with with the force and strength of SAG-AFTRA. I don't know. Mm. So you know, going back when we were talking about them striking, and it's just like you. Even though some actors really make a lot of money, you know, those top A actors, they were saying in an article that the base average that someone who says I'm an actor and I'm working makes about forty thousand, a little bit over forty thousand a year, and in LA, the price of gas is almost five to six dollars a gallon. Uh-huh. They don't make a lot of money. Two slices of pizza, two pizza pies at Wood Pizzeria and two Mexican Cokes is 75 bucks. How are you going to live on that? And if don't you're, go if, there. It's really good, though. <laughs> Dude, make your own. If you're, if you're part of a big film, a major motion picture, and it gets a theatrical release, and then you make money on the back end, but then it goes to streaming and you make nothing, and it goes to streaming within 45 days of its theatrical so release, or so 30 dick. days... 
you know, you don't have a chance to make or money. go straight to streaming. Or oh, go yeah. straight to streaming. Some of these, you know, if the streamers, if these films make better money on streaming services than they do in the theaters, then the actors, actresses, the writers, they're in trouble. Yep. And because, like you said, these these TV shows are only six to eight episodes, it's not like they have sustained work. Like Netflix, if you go onto Netflix's homepage, there's all these different categories and they change where they are and it pisses me off. That's another story for another time. But there is something that's just like, hey, something you could watch in a day. And it's just like, oh, you know what? You know, Vicky and I, we're not gonna do anything today. Look at this, there's only five episodes. Let's just watch it. Let's just start this one. Right. We'll watch the first episode if we like it. We'll continue if we don't like it. Maybe we'll give the second episode a shot. If not, then we're out. And then we'll go to another one. But that's, I, think, I found that to be really odd. It's just like, here, just watch all these shows in one day. Maybe it's, they're trying to recoup. Yeah, To get maybe. you hooked in. And the other thing that sucks is, I'll watch an, a series and I say, this is awesome. It's not being renewed. And yeah. no one knows why. They cancel mm -hmm. after one season. You're like, what? What happened? Yeah, what, where, where'd it go? Well, guess what? Here's the other thing. What? The other part of the streaming. Don't, don't, don't bring me down, man. The other part of the streaming mm -hmm. is that Netflix, these companies, they don't release their numbers. Nobody knows who's watching what. Mm -hmm. Least of all, the actors and writers. Right? So if they want to be paid based upon the success of a show, they're not telling you who's watching it, how successful it is. So then the writers and actors then, said, wait, hey. How come they uh, will promote, like, Stranger Things, the biggest streamed show in history. Yeah, because they know the numbers, but they're not letting anybody else know to mm. be able to compensate them properly, right? But they so, could also be lying. That's of true. course, of course, it's all marketing and bullshit. So then, wouldn't it be in your best interest as a studio to say, eh, it didn't do that well? Well, the studios don't want to use a third party. The, mm -hmm. the union said, "Well, then let's have a third party to tally." The views, independent the so that we know that it's right. factually correct. Oh, no. The studio said that those numbers are incorrect. Our numbers are correct, but we're not going to let you know what those numbers are. Wasn't it kind of like baseball and like football? The owners didn't want to share the profits. So they didn't right. open up the books to the players. Exactly. That's also an age-old you know, tactic. Yep. Well, no. we're not going to tell you how well we're doing so that you can't demand to be paid based on how well your product does. Yeah, but wait a minute. Without us, there's no game. And if you hire scabs, it's not the same level. I'm right? sorry. I have to call this. This subject is bigger than this podcast. Oh, yeah. It's just it's way bigger than this podcast. And it goes other like the octopus. It's I wanted many, to talk about tentacles. streaming, binge watching versus watching week to week. You see, you watch week to week. I, you have the opportunity to generate buzz. Yes, at the water cooler. I people actually talk about really it enjoyed that with Barry. It pissed me off. I was just like, "Oh, the episode is over." I was like, what the hell? Right. But where's the next episode? We gotta wait till next Sunday. That sucks. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. That was great, dude. Looking back, and then I have we a had Barry to wait. Story for you. And I remember going online, and it's just like uh, eight o'clock or nine o'clock, and I'm like, "Where the hell is the show?" doesn't start till 10. Are you kidding me? I mean, that was great. That's right, right. And that generates that anticipation. And just like Game of Thrones, season, it's every over. Sunday at mm -hmm. 9 o'clock, you'd watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. And that and opening about comes it all on. Week. How many, how many episodes were in Game of Thrones? Oh, Jesus. I don't know. But getting back to Barry, Lisa and I started watching. First episode was good. Second episode was really good. Third one's really good. And then we're flipping around a few days later. Now, we got into this really late. The last season was already airing. Mm -hmm. 
and I put it on, and it's the last episode. So I fucking missed the entire run, oh. caught the last episode. I don't have to watch any of it because I know how it ends. Oh, the last episode was The last really episode was really good. good. Spoiler alert. Yeah, Don't we're not going to talk about Dan it. Does. You've been listening to the Drinking with Friends podcast with Dan, Ben, and Mark. This has been a very, very informative, and serious. The serious discussion on the SAG after a strike and how it affects us and how it will affect us moving forward. I have a feeling this might even bleed over into the next episode. Mm. So by the time you hear uh, the following episode, we might have some updates to share with you and certainly more discussion. I may be a robot by then. Very important topic. I am a robot. Robot juice. This really could shape the future of how we consume entertainment. 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 We love you all.